0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: In these times of rapid change, chaos, and crisis... A new wave of legendary leaders is rising up to answer their higher calling. Many are not famous nor have followers, though some do. They are brave individuals like you, seeking your highest truth and committed to deep personal change. Welcome to Legendary Leaders, Answering the Higher Calling with your host Maria Danley here is the innovative support you've been looking for to become the legendary leader you are destined to be. Now, here's Maria Danley.
0: Hello and welcome to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. I'm your host, Maria Danley, and I thank you for being with us today. Our show is titled Called by Love, and this is part three in our discussion of love. And today we focus on divine love. We spoke in part one about self-love. That was on October 20th. And then in part two, we focused on loving relationships with others, and that was October 27th. And if you missed either of those shows, you can hear both recordings in the Legendary Leader Archive, or you can download them directly in iTunes by putting in the name Legendary Leaders and my name, Maria Danley, into the search window of iTunes. So today, we finish this series by focusing on divine love with our guest, Dr. Marge Britt a visionary leader of Unity Church in Tustin, California, where she was the senior minister there for 19 years. We will talk about that inner call of love that each of us hears loudly or faintly, the call of divine love. So think for yourself, how can this inner call of love support you in what you want? How does this call by love change your life? We're going to explore answers to these questions shortly with Dr. Britt. And then I'll be channeling a little later on in this hour, giving those of you who call into the show direct answers to your personal questions. They'll be coming directly from your higher self, so please stay tuned and be infused with the divine love in this hour. Now, as many of you know, I'm a channel, and I use my gifts of clairaudience, clairsentience, and clairvoyance along with my special gift for being able to communicate with higher selves directly to give you answers to your current questions. This art is called Relay Channeling, as I relate to you what I'm hearing, sensing, and seeing. Your higher self gives me answers to any of your questions, the questions that you have, and this is an opportunity for all of you who have questions to phone in and get those answers to your questions. I will only say your first name and where you're calling from. So these calls are anonymous. So stay tuned because I'll be taking your calls a little bit later on in the show. And if you do call in around 120, I'll be answering the questions in the order of, that I receive them. So do call in early. The number that you'll be calling in is 1 866 472 5795. And again, that's 866 472 5795. We do have a Facebook fan page for you Legendary Leaders, and that's by going to facebook.com forward slash Legendary Leaders Radio Show, and you'll find information there about links to shows and upcoming events. Also, I'm currently scheduling one-to-one personal higher self readings, and for those of you who don't like the idea of calling in and being broadcast on the air, you can have a private reading with me that lasts an hour. And you can ask questions, we can focus on many things and many topics all within that hour and you'll receive direct answers to your questions from your higher self. So you can contact me directly by going to maria at com. So let me tell you a bit about our guest today, Dr. Marge Britt. Before I tell you a little bit of her personal bio, I'll tell you about my experience of Marge. She came to my home. We both were in the class I've been telling you about all year about the class we did on emergence from the book of, by Barbara Marks Hubbard, where we connected deeply with our higher selves. Now, this is an area where Marge is already has a lot of acumen and brilliance, And I was so lucky to have her in my class and to get to know her, and she came for tea in my home. And here is this beautiful woman. She radiates love and light. The way she, well, let's put it this way, in her presence you feel this divine love. And actually when I gave her a reading, we were sitting on my porch up here in Mill Valley and looking out at the beautiful scenery, and i gave her a reading and i i was dazzled by the light it was the first thing i said i said that i said there's this column of dazzling light surrounding you marge and we talked a bit more about that um i just highly regard her a beautiful soul a beautiful woman just a kind sweet person i'm so glad that she's on our show today so let me tell you a bit about her background dr marge britt was or she has been a visionary leader of unity of tustin california for 19 years as i said earlier And she still serves there as Senior Minister Emeritus. Marge holds a doctoral degree from the University of Massachusetts School of Education with a focus in curriculum, psychological education, and counseling. And for her dissertation, her dissertation was called Life Patterns of High Success. The School of Business was was represented on her dissertation committee as an outside member She attended seminary at Unity School of Christianity and was ordained in 1988. She has served on the Unity Institute Seminary Board, the Academic Governance Council, as well as in other national leadership roles. Marge is a mystic in this world, a master teacher with consciousness and love as the living flame of her life. Please welcome my friend, Dr. Marge Britt. Hello, Marge.
2: Hello, Maria. How beautiful it is to be with you today. It's thank beautiful. You so much for this immense gift.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here, and it's it's a, it's an honor, and I love being with you as well. Well, this is a big topic: uh, divine love, and. Um, I guess my audience would like to know just off the bat, you know, how how can... Well, maybe the better way to start with this is how you got so involved with divine love and going into unity so early on. You want to tell us a little bit about your experience of that?
2: Well, you talked about how does it change your life. And that's what happened to me. Uh, I think I was leading a pretty... A full and flourishing life and I was in the midst of uh, a career. I was a teacher and uh, loved teaching, although it was always just sort of a backup plan. And I wasn't quite sure what the plan was that I held as a vision. Thought it might be law school. It's interesting as it emerged, it ended up being <laughs> divine law. <laughs> and I've had my life changed twice uh, in this process. Once was when I was in my 40s, and I had just completed my dissertation on high success. I thought I was off to the races
1: <laughs> and
2: yeah. ready to jump into the world of money-making. And it, it was at that time that my life sort of dissolved. It happened in the time during... A, relationship change, my marriage moving toward divorce, and and me going into a crisis, and um, I began to search at a deeper level, mm-hmm. and had a voice and light experience that I've referenced a few times when I've talked about it, although I didn't too often, because voice and light experiences are not something that most people talk about, and... I've always called that point of time being called by God. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And then, um, about uh, five years ago, I had another experience, somewhat similar, that also changed my life. I had done a talk on Sunday morning, and three times in that talk... I had said, I know I am called by God. Mm. The next morning, I'm sitting, curling my hair in front of the mirror and and uh, in my bathroom and uh, mindless, not thinking about anything spiritual at all, just curling my hair. And all of a sudden, this time the light didn't change, but what happened was it's It was like I heard a voiceless voice, an awareness that just dropped in. And it was so clear and so strong. And what it said was, your concept of God is too limited. Mm. You Mm. are now called by love.
1: Mm.
2: And I thought, what does that mean? I thought I had a vast concept of God. We had meditation gardens where the sites represented all the spiritual paths in the world. I I taught them, you know, where boundaries dissolve. What does that mean? Your concept of God is too limited. Mm. That's what I focused on, rather than you are now called by love. But I asked the question, what does that mean? And that has taken me into the last... Um, four four plus years that I now that now include founding called by love, starting with a year of live intensives, and then going worldwide on the platform um, uh, of calledbylove.com, which emerged into livinglovinglegacy.com, a tele with some of the amazing master teachers of the world that had been to Unity of Tustin, like mm. um, Andrew Harvey and Adyashante. Uh, people had come before they were famous often.
1: Mm.
2: Somehow, I seemed to be able to feel their energy and invite them often before the world knew them.
0: Mm-hmm. What, what, what that
2: was the beginning. Now it's called by Love Institute and we are doing calls worldwide and inviting people to know their own lives as a sacred love story. That will lead us into a lot of other dimensions of called by Love Institute having practice platforms where people take their visions and dreams of of that they've held often within their heart for years and not known what to do with them or how to do what they knew to was they were called to do. And so they didn't do it. Yeah. And my dream is that that will dissolve into something where we're all called by God and all called by love and we're all recognizing and realizing and experiencing that divine love as permeating everything in our lives, our work, our relationships, our passions, our purpose, our destiny, all of it. Yes. So, that's it.
0: Yes. Well, you know, it, it's, it fits here perfectly, especially with this show about, I, I always say the legendary leaders are the people doing their deep inner work. But the yes. second part of that, answering your higher calling, it is it is answering that call of love within to find what is it that you're here to do, what is your purpose. And I'm going to ask you your idea about that. How how can this inner call of love support people in what they want in this world?
2: Well, you feel it, first of all, and it comes from your heart. It comes from beyond your human mind. If this is not something you figure out by taking... Um, um, an IQ test. It's not about your rational mind. It's not about getting a degree, although it may include a degree. I talk about different kinds of gifts of genius that come from your soul, imprints from your soul, and they include natural gifts. We all have them. And they also include sometimes what I call earned gifts, That may include getting your ticket punched in some areas, as I've done over and over again, Uh, not just with my doctoral degree, but with um, my seminary training and uh, 30 years of uh, being a minister and 20 years before that of being a teacher. So uh, we do the work of our lives, and the work of our lives becomes part of the love of our lives and, of course, that includes people that we've loved, people that we've married, perhaps people that we haven't married, people that um, were part of our family, including children, um, some of whom live beyond us, some of whom predecease us. has happened in my life. And so lots of surprises can come in. Mm-hmm. And it's all part of this this experience of love as the one presence and the one power of your life.
0: You know, I think there is a, a common belief out there, and I think we've actually been taught it for decades, if not uh, centuries, that somehow it, you, each human person, cannot access div- divine love directly, that they are, they need to either go through a religion or some intercessor that will act on their behalf to access this divine, life, this divine love. And we know it isn't true, and of course we know even in the, the course we did with Emergence, it just is very simple actually to get into that field of consciousness that is divine love. You want to talk a bit about accessing divine love, Marge?
2: Well, first of all, you said, we know it isn't true. And in fact, that's true for you and I, if we're talking about this private conversation that we're having right now, there's the potential that there are a lot of people listening on the lines that aren't quite sure about that. And there's the potential beyond that also. Um, The ones who are listening may have some questions about it, but they think, well, maybe what Maria's been talking about is right. It sure sounds like she knows what she's talking about. After all, she read that book about uh, emergence and how it changed her life. And And then there's the people who aren't on the call now but still have some of the questions about love. And often they... Don't believe that it's not true that it comes from out there, because that imprint is so strong that they are so conditioned by their families, by their uh, cultures, by their churches, by what friends even uh, about the need to do this and not do that, and um, and it can be very very confusing. Mm-hmm. So let me share with you what I believe. Uh, I've always known that there's 12 levels in this ladder. In In the scripture, it's called uh, sometimes Jacob's Ladder. It's found in the 28th chapter of Genesis. It's been called by many other things. It's been called the covenant, and the symbol for that is the rainbow. And you notice uh, in that, the colors of the rainbow there's seven colors so and that's a symbol of God being with us. It came when Noah in the story of Noah and the ark and other stories of of rainbows in the Bible. Um, seven is a story is the number for completion on the human plane. twelve is the number for completion on the spiritual plane. Now the people who still have a belief that they've got to get that um, uh, love from God outside of themselves and go through um, a minister or a teacher or a book or whatever, uh, often there's, that is one of the paths. And it's the path, and if we want to talk about the colors of the rainbow, that would be um, sort of a, um, the third color. It's very, very interesting. You know, one of the things that I posted in a blog post this week was a post on called by Love Institute was a post called the trimesters of your life, and it. I was playing with the idea of there being three trimesters in our life, and and in birthing this consciousness of this amazing love, and i've lived every single one of them in my own life. I was raised as a fundamentalist Christian and in a very conservative fundamentalist family. Um, I attended church schools in my young in my youth and childhood. Uh, I loved Jesus with all my heart, and as I emerged into uh, the middle I- I- trimester of my life um i'm I'll divide them into thirty three years each since that gives me almost a hundred and it it will give me a hundred if I consider a year in the womb before that <laughs> <laughs> so in the middle middle trimester of my life, I was finding love in in other ways sources outside of the the uh, limitations of my family. I found it in, in uh, men that I loved. I found it in having a child, a family. I found it in um, beginning to find purpose and passion in teaching and and. Uh, And thinking that money was a part of my goal structure and, you know, how do I do that? Will I get enough education to earn more money? And we've all been down those roads, haven't we?
0: Yes, yes.
2: And, And so there's that middle kind of trimester. And then there's the trimesters that are beyond that. And in those trimesters, we begin to recognize, oh, my God. It's not outside of me, it's within me. And that's even in the scriptures. You know, the kingdom of heaven was within you. Why are you looking here and there? And what is the greatest commandment of the Ten Commandments? They asked Jesus, and, and he had said, love. Love yourself and love your neighbor. You know, and love your neighbor as yourself. The greatest commandment is love. And then we began to have people, actually a a Catholic uh, by trade, (laughs) Teilhard de Chardin, who said that one day we will harness the powers of love. Mm. And then for the second time in the history of mankind, I would say humankind, then for the second time we will have discovered fire. Mm. This is huge. Mm. And so, you know, now I'm in this, that third trimester of my life, and I'm in one of the parts of it where I feel called to come back into the world. In Christianity, it's called You Are the Light of the World, that's what your Legendary Leaders is about, ultimately, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, in Judaism, it would be the coming of the Messiah. Uh, in Buddhism and, and uh, some of the Hindu paths, it's called the Bodhisattva path. But it's about coming back into the marketplace with gift-bestowing hands. Mm-hmm. And so we begin to bring that love Back into the world,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and so you know where are we in those twelve levels? so one of the things I'm very, very excited about now is working with uh, Terry o'Fallon in, who's the creator of the stages inventory in creating a love stages inventory. Mm-hmm. no one's ever di- no one's ever studied the the developmental lines of love, hmm.
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so um, I'm now called to do that. Do I know what they all are? Do I know the language? Absolutely not.
0: But you're you're willing to go into the unknown and and follow this passion, which is that's is absolutely true. Yeah, let's, I think that's what everybody is trying to find, is what is that fire that Tierra de Chardin was saying that would, would ignite within us, that will lead us to find that new fire within us. Absolutely. Well, I know that you well, launched a new website, livinglovinglegacy.com, but you also have... Um, a wonderful offer for our audience out there. Uh, Dr. Britt has three calls that all of you out there will be invited to listen to. And they'll be in, they will be introducing you to take a deeper dive within yourself, to find that divine love that you're seeking. And if you're interested, Dr. Britt will show you how you can go deeper in her nine-month course, Your Life as a Sacred Love Story. Want to tell us a little bit about that, those, those calls that are free for my audience?
2: Yes. Well, I would just love to have them come on the calls. The first one is tomorrow,
0: and then one a
2: week later, and then one the following week on Wednesdays at ten o'clock uh, Pacific time. And all they need to do is go to the website and just um, click on the the symbol, and it'll give. It, they're all by love donation, and so um, it's easy very, very mm. easy. You don't have to buy a course, <laughs> although Please. you do have to register if you want to be part of the private Facebook group so we can communicate with mm. each other. And But if we have time, Maria, I'd love to give you an example of a person who's doing it in the world now.
0: Yes, we, we have a few minutes left. Why don't you tell us about the person who's doing it?
2: So, and I just... I had sent him, uh, or actually a group of about 30 people, a uh, document that was called uh, um, Visionaries and <laughs> Do Dreamers. Mm. I think there's a huge difference between daydreaming and do dreaming. Mm. And I've always been a do dreamer and a visionary. Mm -hmm. And one of the people that got that email was a person named Richard, and he's part of Called by Love, but he also has his own uh, website, and it's called MAN, M-A-N, and it stands for Men's Authenticity New Work, Mm N-E-W-O-R-K. And I just want to mention how important this kind of concept is because this is where we begin to realize divine love in all of the colors of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. It's not just when we get up to the top of the mountain. It's not just when we've gone through all of our emergencies and finally experienced emergence. It's all the way. And and on his website, he has an invitation for men, because he's, he works with men. And, you know, most of the people that show up in these kinds of courses and in spiritual event courses tend to be women yes. in New Thought churches also. But he invites all men to step into the room. And let me just read a few of the definitions. Strong men, weak men, men of color, proud men, Scared men, angry men, step into the room. Beggar men, healthy men, wealthy men, men desiring men, men with women. Step into the room. Men craving women, men with men, and men without men in their lives. Men with open hearts, men with closed hearts. Step into the room. All men that are willing to look at their lives with an open mind and especially an open heart, step into the room. Your journey lies ahead. And see, that's the invitation also for your life as a sacred love story. What I want for every person that steps into that room is for them to view all of the moments of their life as sacred, All of the betrayals, all of the moments where they felt like they were a victim of somebody doing something wrong, all of the moments where they betrayed others, all of the moments where they thought they sinned, all of those things that are part of the imprints that somebody else taught us, you begin to find that every single moment was part of that, Ladder, Jacob's Ladder, or those 12 steps, huh, interesting, the 12-step tradition, yes. those 12 steps, that stages that I described, everything in our lives has been part of the realm of divine love. We were unconscious of it always, often, but it's there, always, already. So even the toughest times everything. And so that's where we begin.
0: I know that during the tough times, because I happen to be in a really tough time myself, but I know that in the tough times, you can always find, to look to that personal responsibility. What part of me is creating this? What script have I written here? What part of me is designing exactly what is happening? No, No matter how bad it may be. But in there is always a gift of personal growth to make us stronger or help us to see, ah, there's the glimmer, or that's the part of myself I wasn't really willing to admit or forgive or see. And it's just such a powerful place to find greater self-love and self-understanding, even though at times it can just feel terrible. <laughs> I know that's and true. Yeah, there,
2: there's even a step, I think, sometimes beyond Asking those questions, because those questions sometimes take us into places of blaming ourselves and thinking, we really messed up. You know, how, how come we're, we screwed up so bad? And, and it, at, at some point in time, we even have to stop that. We have to move into a surrender of unknowing. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. I, I, and I am willing the willingness to go beyond those beliefs that we've held. So the willingness to look at what we believe or what we don't believe, to just open into the question. And that often is where something like some of the calls that you do, your amazing gifts, of of guiding people and and the work of channeling that you do, which is so pure and clear. I've experienced it myself. And and that experience of just opening into the next step, whatever it is. Maybe it's signing up for your life uh, as a sacred love story. Maybe that's the next step. And yet you begin. And then what you learn is that after you have taken that first step, I like to call it follow the dots. Mm -hmm. As children, we used to have coloring books that were follow the dots. And only when we followed the dots did we get to see the outline of the picture.
0: I remember that. That really was fun. Absolutely. We just yeah. have a couple minutes here left. Um, Marge, I do want people to to go to the direct link to register for this wonderful opportunity, this class where you can, I guess, design what they're going to pay. Is that how that works, Marge? Uh,
2: they decide exactly. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a blank box. And uh, then they, if they want to make a love donation, actually they don't. It's not a requirement but you know the universe is based on a, a divine law and the law is about giving and receiving and so there's an invitation uh, to give but you decide how much
0: well that is no sounds... requirement
2: I don't I don't even uh, ask the question you ask the question of yourself yeah. what is the value of this for me what value am I receiving and what value do I give?
0: Well, that that's wonderful. I'm so glad to know that people can do that. I'm going to tell you how to do this, folks out there, so you can join her class. This class, these three classes or the three um, calls, your your life as a sacred love story by going to http://calledbyloveinstitute.com forward slash i'm going to repeat that calledbyloveinstitute.com those they're all uh, as you know all close together it's just all those words are all together calledbyloveinstitute.com and once you get there scroll down the page And you're going to see actually the picture of legendary leaders and my picture right there. But right next to that, you'll see the words November 4th, NOV.4. Click on that date and you'll be able to register for these classes um, that are, are reasonable. You may want to donate. And then if you get even more called into this deeper course, you can take, well, you're going to give them more information on those calls for your longer program. Marge, it's been such a pleasure to be with you today. We have have, uh, listeners here that are waiting for some channeling, so we're going to have to say goodbye for now, but it's been such a pleasure to have you here. Thank you.
2: It's wonderful, Maria, and I send you much love.
0: Well, thank you so much, and we're excited for this wonderful opportunity, and boy, our audience will be very interested in it, Your Life as a Sacred Love Story. And again, go to calledbyloveinstitute.com, scroll down that page, and click on November 4th. It starts tomorrow, so don't wait. Go register for that as soon as you can. And again, we do thank you, Marge. We're going to take a short break here. For those of you who are interested in channeling, we do have still some time left for that. You can call in. We have one listener waiting by very patiently. Thank you. And uh, she'll be up first. But one eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. 472 5795 And again, please call in. Get those questions answered. One eight six six 472 We'll be back just after this break. direction
1: are listening to Legendary Leaders with Maria Danley. To receive the answer to your most burning question, please call one 472 5795 Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Now, let's return to Legendary Leaders.
0: And welcome back. Yes, I'm in more channeling uh, mode here, so my voice changes a bit. We do have Karen here on the line, and she's calling in from New York. Karen, welcome, and thank you for your patience.
2: Oh, thank you. I've been enjoying your shows. I like your warm style. Oh, thank you. Um, and I was wondering if you could provide me with some guidance. Um, my life has not turned out to be what I ever thought or planned or dreamed, and um, I've been mostly healing and trying to get back on track and figure out what it is I'm here to do and what are my gifts mm-hmm. and I've been very blocked and lost so, mm-hmm.
0: so let me ask, you help you yes, yes i'd be happy to help you and of course it's a big question um uh, well, what's going on with my life and what's my purpose uh, and it might take longer and more time with you to actually go deeper with that but w- where we can start is um, and let me just give me a moment to talk with your higher self thank you and are you in the city of New York or just in the state where are you it's your no, location New York, okay. Manhattan oh okay thank you one moment Okay, well, one of the things that um, your higher self, I, I'm speaking, I believe, to your higher self, but that may be one of your spirit guides, but they are talking about you. They're giving me an image of you in your, um, let's say, your apartment or where you live in, in the city, and that you're, you're spending a lot of time, let's say, uh, indoors and you're brooding. Like There are memories, there are things that are going round and round and round in your head. And this is, can you relate to that? and so as this is happening what's happening is you're making decisions about what your life has meant and who you've been and what you are and all that sort of thing and it's and because it's it's we, we're using the word brooding but because it has been a part of you your brain and again it is partly how you are wired um you, there's a, a lot of course we can talk about here but we would say that because you're running your neurobiology through that these particular circuits it's making you believe that 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 is the truth of what your life has been and what your higher self wants to say right now is she wants to talk about the success of your life. One moment. You've been very giving and loving to people. Now, we do see family and friends. We also see uh, uh, times of loneliness. But we want to say that the way that you have uh, given to people, the way you have loved, you've, you really have had quite an impact on them. And now they're showing me groups of, um, it looks like children, uh, that that maybe you've you've been touching. But, yes, go ahead. Did you have something to say, Karen? Oh no! I'm just listening. And so, what? Uh, what? It's as if you've heard the image, you know, the the glass half empty, glass half full. That there's been a place because you're of the disappointment, and we see it starting very early in childhood. We see it through a, a lot of life where you were expecting, you were expecting people to see you in a way that was more deep than people were, could perceive or would perceive. And there it looks just like a sadness that you haven't been seen or known to the depth that you've wanted. Part of that has been your fear of intimacy, but it's also been partly a fear of yours to expose yourself. Now, we don't mean um, you know, <laughs> taking off clothes of any kind, but really speaking up, letting people know what you think and what you feel and who you are and stepping out and following any passion. Now, when people will ask us, and they do quite often, what is my purpose here? Sometimes you have to get on the road, and you've probably heard that too. But we say at this point, because of the energy field we're looking at, and, and your higher self does want to encourage you, is to follow any passion, no matter how small it may be, but try and separate it out from that brooding part of you. So, for example, you may be sitting in your home, and we're using this as an example. We're not seeing it as a psychic here. But, you know, knitting, or uh, you want to play cards with friends, something, you oh, well, that's not my higher purpose. You actually don't know it, unless you follow that thread and then see what they act where the activity wants to take you. Now maybe if it is a passion for knitting or cards or something, you might want to do that with groups or take it somewhere else and say what are, uh, to assess, what are the gifts that I've brought? Where have people been touched in the past by me? And that is what Spirit is clearly telling me, that you have had a lot of impact on people. But because of a voice that came very early on, Part of the loneliness of childhood, the separation from parents in that regard, you start, this negative voice in your head started telling you, making up stories. We call that negative ego. We have a show about that negativity and a good way for you to bust it. We highly recommend you listen to that show, Stopping Negativity in its Tracks. So that negative voice will then be, assess things and assess it negatively. Do you understand what we're saying?
2: Yes, somewhat.
0: Well, it's like saying, here you are, Karen, you have these beautiful gifts and interests and dreams. You're a lovely woman. And yet you, that voice in your head will, will will skew things. Like for example, let's say you're with somebody. You've just had a um, an important conversation or even just a comment that was very casual, but you've touched that other person. And that person is feeling, wow, look how beautiful Karen is. And you turn your back and walk away and this you let this voice uh, sort of speak in your head. Well, wow, that was pretty uninteresting. You sure didn't do much there. Again, we're making that up. But it's the assessments of the negative voice in your head. It's the desire, number two, the step for you to just follow any passion at this point to get on the road. And three, to connect more deeply with the love within yourself in any form that will be. If it is through meditation, if it's with walking in in the park with your dog, but some contemplation time where you can be, I'm, and choose this. this, is this is probably number four. I choose to be the champion of me. When I hear that negative voice and we say, Karen, you know, I'm Karen and I love myself. And you can make it up in the beginning, but just to start to to be the one to, to refuse to listen to that negativity and at night before you go to bed, ask your higher self or God or spirit, please lift these negative voices and show me the way and at, maybe do that for 31 days. It's a great way to break habits at night to ask for that help. And I think that's about all that they want to say at this point. And of course, if you want to go deeper, you can always contact me privately. But thank you so so much. Can, can I you hope- ask you a question? I have another uh, caller waiting, and I do need to take that call. Um, we'll, we'll say, say it briefly, and I'll see if I can give you a quick answer.
2: Oh, I was just wondering if there was an answer as why I had been so obsessed with acting most of my life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and that's what I gave up and was felt that, well, okay, it wasn't supposed to be for
0: me. We would say this, why don't you, perfect example, why has it been there? Because you did have an interest, and why did you give it up that you will know. But we'd say, why not get back into it? And even if it doesn't mean, hey, you're going to be a big star on Broadway or in the movies, it still may be you don't know what excitement that may bring you. Mm-hmm. Acting classes, acting groups, even ways of doing it that are not expensive if that's an issue. So we'd say, thank you for sharing your passion. Get I don't right want
2: to do it unless it could be a career.
0: And we would say that's where your your negative ego, a perfect example of how your negative ego is blocking you. Saying, if you if it's not going to be a career, don't do it. And we'd say, get out and do it for the fun of it. Because it will be fun. It'll connect you to people. We sense that's an issue. And it would be a way for you to find out more about yourself. Okay? okay. Thank you. You're okay. very welcome. Thank you for calling in. And we have Helen on the line also from Chicago. Hello. Um, she's not oh, also from Chicago. Hello. Hi, I Helen. I love your work. And I, I'll be quick. Um, I'm just okay.
2: getting I'm so into my building a coaching business. I've gone through training. so And I'm really um, overwhelmed by all the social media that's out there and things that I feel I should be doing and um, learning about and getting involved in. And I really want to stay connected with what's, in alignment with my heart and my my purpose and working with my clients and my message. So I'm, I'm just feeling
0: very overwhelmed and confused about all of this extra stuff that I'm facing. Yes. I want to see if there were some guidance. Yes, absolutely. And we see it. And we see it in your energy field too, Helen. Like your head is spinning. And, and because we know you, we know it's easy uh, to get distracted where, you know, well, maybe I should do this. Well, maybe I should do that. And, oh, time is running out and I'm supposed to do this. No, I should be over here. And um, we've talked about it before, Helen. We think it would be good to, to describe it. In fact, we gave a reading earlier today and helped a woman who was in a similar position that your brain needs to stop spinning and this quick technique and boy is it great it really works in all of you out there when you just feel like oh I'm spinning spinning we will answer your question Ellen, But Ellen. this is the first part that they're oh. talking about is to stop yeah. the spinning brain and what you'll do is you'll close your eyes kind of you don't even have to go into a meditation just get kind of quiet and be still as best you can and imagine you have this pinwheel on your forehead that's spinning 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 really faster and on that pinwheel you can put some of the ideas got to do social media got to know about Twitter now I, don't, now I have to Facebook, gotta have a website, gotta 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 got whatever it might be, and fill this pinwheel with all those things you're supposed to be doing, spinning faster and faster. Exaggerate it so you can even feel how uncomfortable when my brain spins like that. You exaggerate it because you're about to change it. Then you imagine you have a rod of light in your hand, and you're going to move. And, and this does not hurt the brain. The brain is just understanding what this means differently. You'll take this rod of light, like a laser light, and you'll put it in the center. Imagine putting that rod of light right in. In the center of that pinwheel and moving it into the brain about three inches between the left and right hemisphere. And What will happen is, as you now pull that rod of light out of the brain in your imagination, that's all you need. That pinwheel will, goes fast, fast, fast. You know, boom, 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 and all of a sudden you'll pull out that rod and it'll go. You'll hear like a sound or you'll make up a sound of your brain just going. Oh and then like it's stopping the spinning and you can imagine the spin wheel the pinning the, spin, the spinning wheel has stopped and your brain is quiet and then you imagine yourself getting very tiny and you walk down the two the corridor there between your left and right hemisphere. You're making it up. It's fine. Your brain is understanding all this subconscious, unconscious. And you move back about three inches into the brain and then you drop down into this inner sanctuary of quiet. And we would say there, Helen, this is what you want to do is to make this a practice where you can go into this quiet chamber and sit in silence for a while, call in your higher self and ask them or whoever you'd like to, your soul, I want to sort this out. What's the best way for me to do it? And we would say that, yes, the social media right now is going to be a distraction. If you get interested in learning about some aspect of social media or some aspect that's fun, do that if if it's like okay i'll i'll pick up this brick today and look at it but we think that actually that isn't the the most the fastest way for you or we would say the most direct way for you you're so loving and so interesting and so many people love you helen and you know that is true and we would say call up. You've got quite a nice address book there. (laughs) And in the beginning, we actually had to do this when we were in the beginning of coaching. We're just saying for you, this will work because people will want to connect with you. You call them up one by one, your friends, and let them know, I've started my coaching practice. Do you have some people you can refer to me that might be interested in my coaching? You might even say, and for a referral, if I do get someone who pays my fee, I'll give you a, a free, some free coaching or whatever it might be. But we think people will be anxious to help you. And we actually know several people who are anxious to help you. And you might say, I would like some referrals, some names and numbers. Would you contact them, let them know? And for you, uh, one-on-one talking to people, it seems to look like it's going to grow your business more quickly. The second we would suggest for you, since this is a beginning for you, is to um, ask your friends if they're willing, and you'll know the ones that are closer. Could they have people that come into their home and just have a small gathering, you know, with tea and maybe cake or whatever, um, or a glass of wine, but where you could sit and talk about? What you do as a coach and how you help people change their lives and what excites you, because that's what you want to share your passion, your excitement about the coaching, what your version of coaching is, what you're doing. And we sense that if these small parties, you know, one person saying, Oh, I've invited three people over, or one person over, or five, and then maybe they will ask, um, you know, those people will be excited, go home and maybe have a gathering as well. It's the smaller, intimate talking where you're. It's small enough that you feel safe, and that's big for you, Helen. And yet at the same time, it's very personal, one-on-one through the phone or in small gatherings. We sense that's going to be the, the, the fastest way to begin. Is this helpful for you? Yeah,
2: thank you. That feels great. I yeah. appreciate it.
0: That's okay. Good Any way other, to start. <laughs> well, yeah, thank good you. way to start. And isn't that the truth? I mean, coaching is very yeah. personal, and people want to know their coaches, you know, if, you get out there and you say Helen Oakland, coach, you know for yeah. for hire. It it just kind of is nothing right now because you don't have the magic of you in it. And when people will know you, and I can vouch for this, they will love you. And we think small, safe, intimate, sweet, funny. Your laughter, your presentation of yourself in ways that have Thank meaning. You. It's you, darling, and that's what's yeah. enrolling. And I still still don't want it to be superficial. It just feels like social media. It just feels so superficial. And maybe it's because I'm, you know, haven't mastered it, but it's, Um, And we would say you're not interested in mastering it. So, yeah, I'm not really right. So I love uh, the brain technique. I'm going to do that for sure. Absolutely. And the other piece too here is is uh, that you know you don't have to stop. Uh, We'll we'll just say personally, and you know me well. um, I got sick. I kept trying to follow what all those people out there who were successful saying you got to do this, got to do this, and I literally got sick. And that's I spent the year being sick trying to recover. And what I've learned from that following your heart and what feels right, close, small, one-on-one, individual, face-to-face. I mean, you love connection. And we'd say, that's enough of a lead for you to say follow that path. And um, we also can say that, you know, I'm sure Carol will help you in the, in the future when you want to expand to um, bigger ground. But we would also say, don't go that direction yet. Just build this yeah. slow and love your clients and they're going to love you. It'll be perfect for you. And with that, we want to say thank you for calling yeah. in. That's yeah. uh, Helen. That much love to you. And that is about all the time that we have today on the show. And uh, we're so grateful for all of you who did come and you're here, The show. You're hearing the show live. Thank you both to Karen and Helen for uh, the, allowing me to channel today. How much fun was that? So again, we mentioned that we have a legendary leader uh, Facebook page, and we told you about that. I'd go to legendary. You go to Facebook.com enter forward slash Legendary Leaders Radio Show, and please tell your friends about that as well. And I've mentioned before that if you're interested in ha- interested in having a private reading a higher self-reading, you've had just a taste that you hear that I do, it goes much more, it goes deeper and farther when it's one-on-one like that. You can contact me uh, at maria at Legendary leaderscom and just give me your phone number on the phone and uh, I'll call back and we'll book some time for a reading. Also, for any of you who have loved this show, I want to just say I'm looking for sponsors to help me to afford to stay on the air. And um, if any of you know sponsors that might be interested in helping my show out, please contact me and let me know. That would really be a great gift for me because um, I'm realizing that, uh, that, that my funds might not be able to support staying on the air, and I would like to do that. So I want to thank all of you for listening to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. It is an honor to support all of you unsung heroes on your journey to become the legendary leaders that you're destined to be. And for all of those of you who hear that and say, what are you talking about? I don't know if I'm destined to be a legendary leader. I would say, if you are doing your inner work, meaning that you want personal change that's real, you're focusing on that and you're committed to it, you are a leader of the future, even if you don't see it now. I applaud you. So thank you for being here. And until next week, I send you my love and best wishes. Have a lovely week.
1: Thank you for tuning in this week for Legendary Leaders. Maria Danley invites you to join her for another inspiring show next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.